is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Too bad, not too bad, big man. It is uh, it's the final week of Origin Rookies, which feels like the worst one because we know it's decided. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah, what are we, 17 is in a bye? Yeah. Last time I checked, but uh, it is uh, it's not good humour, um, especially which we'll get to um, in season and beginning of the world team selection. But look, not to standard episode we're kicking off the power rankings then our two seconds four tackles and then finally just the previews of the five games that are going ahead next weekend so without much further ado big fella power rankings are we going top bottom bottom top we will go top down okay the easiest yeah Panthers part of Broncos and now the last still the same. Would you say that? Yeah, I think the Broncos were lucky to stay last week, but then given what they threw on the weekend, it was probably the the game of the weekend. So but happy to leave them where they are for now. Um covered me like my face with the whole <laughs> early slide, but we'll see, we'll monitor as we'll progress. Um the Warriors were on a bye this week, weren't they? They were beaten by the bullies. Oh sorry. Oh yeah, in the West, yeah, in the fucking brutal day, horrible day. Sure, I think they could maybe slide, maybe win. Maybe yeah. Uh, then the, the purely boy. Yes, your Raiders up. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. how you do it? Can you, you second guess me, beat? Get to the green and oh yeah, indeed. Um, I'm kind of happy with Sharks playing with the ass. Sharks bunnies think, and para. Yeah, I think they need to they need to see some consistency in these three guys. Yeah, and look, I would say it was a brilliant performance. It was a, a, a brilliant win in those conditions overseas for the bunnies. I think that's I know Cody Walker's kicking like the first few games. For a team that's been on a bit of a slide, that's kind of a real reassurance victory for them to, to go in. Uh, unfortunately enough to now look at me. Say Cowboys should have tonight. If I said you if okay, Manly go for them as well, and the two big Titans and Dolphins play down to the eleven twelve. Sure, sure. Uh, I just think Cowboys the way they're playing lately, and it's gorgeous set up there at the weekend. If they continue on this, they will be. Yeah, I I have no issue with the Cowboys because it's a power rankings. It's not like a yeah. table. Well, Manly. but Manly. <laughs> Just they're just we know the rocks of them. Yeah. But look, okay, look, you're power rankings guru, <coughs> so I'll give you that. But the Titans and no change between Titans and Dolphins and Titans on top. Yeah, 
agree with that very much, much for much. So and then we're gonna skip. Bruce uh, are probably not gonna move yet again. Park camp in thirteenth, and they. Not the money. Maybe we could have a, a, a Knights and Roosters swap, but I think we know Knights had a good form at the weekend, but we don't know what Knights are gonna come out this weekend. No, I, I think. think Power rankings are based on a bit of consistency as well. I think while the Roosters are losing, they're losing tight. Yeah. They lost yeah. two points for us, two I think points it's a hard, It's a hard second loss at, at times. Like it's not like they're getting better in the second half. Like yeah, like the other next three teams are going to get I, better. <laughs> I struggled with this now. Like the, the Doggies and the, and West got absolutely shellacked the weekend, and I don't think we can leave the Dragons low this weekend. Well, much and much, I think. The way the the way the, the three teams defended is appalling for a professional airport to be trying to do anyway. Going to give the Dragons <laughs> fans a little bit of solace. I'm moving up to fifteen. Oh I'm yeah, that's right. The only place to be going. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is power rankings. This is not actual. Yeah. Um, and then I put West bottom. So just to read it back out to the fans: Panthers, Broncos, Storm, Raiders, Warriors, Sharks, Bunnies, Parrot, and then put the top eight. Yeah. Uh, just inside Cowboys, Manly, Titans, and Doggies. And then Roosters and Knights unchanged for what feels like an eternity. Followed up by Dragons in 15th, moving up basically because the sides around them got shellacked. <laughs> and <laughs> shellacked well. <laughs> yeah, record defeats. You can't not slide no. letting in 70. No, no, 70 nil. Yeah. Say about the Warriors last year, they weren't good themselves. I think the Tigers will make themselves. Oh, yeah, we'll find new uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll entertaining reasons. The lows of <laughs> the Tigers being a Tigers fan, especially Johnny Bateman is homesick now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so next up was is for Parker, and it is yourself, Prince Mead. So, with the with the shock sacking of uh, Dustin Holbrook last year, or oh, last week, sorry, geez, and now. Tino and uh, uh, Fafina coming out as free agents. Did the Titans know about this free agent clause before they made this decision of Brooks, a whole Brooks uh, sacking? I think uh, we chatted a little bit off air before we yeah. hit record. I think they had to have known. I think they they must have engaged the two players and look, we're, we're going to move off him. This triggers a free agency clause. If we were to do this, yeah, is there any chance of a gentleman's agreement? Yeah. The flip of that is that the clubs are offering big contracts now to these free agent players, or that these blokes, the the club did wasn't aware because yeah. it's their two marquee players. Oh, definitely, they have to find to comb through them contracts. Like, yeah, look, obviously that the contract was signed at the club with a club official. Yeah. So, if someone wasn't aware of that, well, they're following Holbrook out the door in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's it's scary times as a Titans fan, but we did kind of touch on the fact that it was notable that none of the players come out to yeah. say to back Holbrook or even say it was a it was a shock, a shock to the system. Even yeah. like you just look at say Griffin's action at the 
don't get more like, it just messes back up it's there's a lot of people coming out back in people like yeah that's that but it's just strange that like as you said like you, and you said it off air like with these guys ass and they may know more than they give on they let on yeah they exactly let go of it like it has to be like I, d- I just don't see like if you lose those two blokes it is a guaranteed rebuild straight off the bat oh completely you're back to square one like we and are and it's a scary prospect to try and get lads come to that team like and does Desi sign that contract with that in mind like he, he doesn't yeah, sign yeah, that yeah, he doesn't come known. unless them two boys are, are locked in like I don't think owners ready to like go any, any coach when you think they have Fafida and, and uh, Tino there like that's a serious and the, the rugby that are playing in club land is probably the, arguably the best rugby yeah this year's rugby is unbelievable for that like individually the, like but the, that's the reason why we were both so anti the whole fucking move we were like mm. you can see he's got he's, he's starting to develop this phone of titans led talent yeah and boys want to play there like a young spine that could be there for the next decade and then you've got these two juggernauts outside him it's like as as powerful and effective as Fafita is Tino is just an absolute heart at the end of him so we lose like, him prop, yeah you're not going to get another Tino down there like but you, there's only four props that look that can play anywhere near him and they are all saying that's the big thing coming up yeah yeah the next one's like so, so I suppose in ho- to summarize, in we hope they were aware of it. Yeah, um, hope they, it, there's a plan behind this that they know, but it was just scary to wake up this morning to, to know that these two boys are in free agents after. Yeah, and, and as you say, as all the good work Tug has done, and you can see it coming that the Titans will be a top four team, like yeah, and have the standard and, and, and talent to stay up there for a few years, like because they're young enough to. Mm-hmm. I know what's going born is, is old enough like but just yeah, the he's kind of you don't know where Hunt's going to land <laughs> yeah he, he kind of feels like born was always a developing piece that could be yeah. a young player too. but I think you're right they did they, they, as you say like they're spying they didn't use their spine like barely explain it all like they mm-hmm. serviced and done in that like, but they just kind of said yeah I'll take them yeah. it's just him it's just yeah. him uh, look moving on uh, and trying not to be too reactionary do it, do it. Oh, yeah. Tro- throw away your gear. <laughs> throw away your gear. Throw away your gear. Burn your jerseys. Yeah. Um, I suppose given the absolute drubbing on the weekend, to a night side that look was lambasted last week for not being able to put away a Panther side without any <laughs> of, any note for a great player. Is it, is time almost up for Gus and then by extension maybe Seraldo? I know Seraldo is still in his first season but Gus is there, I think it's three years. Three years, years yeah. And, I know he was talking about academy and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. then he left. Uh, who did he let go to the Titans there this year? Uh, the center. Oh shite! But he came through the academy and just let him go. Oh, what's the guy's fucking name? Oops, I was talking about it. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just like like look for me. I'm, I've always been a huge opponent of Gus. I think he's one of the most more intelligent people in the game. Mm. Panthers juggernaut is is a reflection of his work. Had the new signings had that much effect, I think the loss of um, Kickout is massive for them. Yeah, because he hasn't played. Yeah, I think they they've not. I think they've they've two good spine pieces in Barton and Mooney, but I think outside of that, they kind of. There's no yeah like like if you look at any of the other teams like your fullback was maybe 
as important now as your halfback. Yeah. So if you only have a hooker and a, and a seven or a six or whatever it mm-hmm. is, either six or seven, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Yeah. You yeah. might feel that dignity when you start. Absolutely. And I just, yeah, I'm just, it's big bodies they brought in, but a lot of them. Um, and David Fanga, he's been, has had a good year. Like, obviously, that's allowed to call up. He's just steady Eddie though, like he's not flashing the pan, like he's not that he's gonna yeah. make phenomenal players when they're on the good team. He's got something on him. Yeah. yeah Same yeah. with kick outs. And that's why he's so good at penalties because of who is yeah. inside him. So you kinda look at it and you go, like I know Gr- Gus has been developing part ways and stuff like that, but there's an element there of recruitment and, and he probably hasn't nailed recruitment. I think it'd be crazy to even look at Sorrell though, with his contract alone for the price of mm-hmm. payouts. At least three years, he has to. Yeah, yeah. I just think there might be a bit of a given. Oh, there be there be definitely cause for heads. Yeah, I think given the amount of years prior to Gus's arrival, yeah. where they just went to sides that had like look Desi obviously left for Mets, mm. which was it's 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 been long and short, but um, but I think it's it's scary times for that for this turnaround. Three years into a rebuild, a lot of investment both. On the field, mm. off the field, yeah. it's it's uh, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. You do it like if if the if FNR seventy points, <laughs> I think <laughs> if that's any point, Robin has probably brought him a burner in two weeks at least. Yeah, yeah. Been long time. They keep it quiet. Yeah. Was, you can't sack a bloke after he wins yeah, seventy. Yeah, well, we'll see what the bunnies this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one then is uh, supposedly Marshall King could be out for the season. He played through the game. He played the whole eighty minutes there, but he, he only came back from an AC shoulder injury. Because it's around fifteen, I think. And then uh, what's the manager up there? The assistant. Dennis. Yeah, he came out then. Dennis came out in the press conference and said that it didn't look good and he might be gone for a season. So could or can the Dolphins actually? Arguably, he's the best. He's the best player of the year so far. He's the most important player. Most player. definitely the best player. Um, yeah, they've just been they've been absolutely shellacked with injuries, with injuries, and especially their key injuries. Like you know, they just get away with a few team injuries, but the boys you brought to that club to get you where you are, you can't lose any of them. I would say how their style of play, you can lose, you can probably lose anyone on the edge. Yeah. You can, but you just can't lose a spine. And that the middle forward as well, and they've, that's where they've lost their spot. Um, I know Sean Sullivan's back, but I just think that Marsh King is so underrated and crucial to like a system of play that it could actually chat of uh, Sean got in O'Sullivan went into Hooker like Okay. So it might steady it up a little bit. Look, he's an intelligent bloke. Yeah. He can play anywhere in the spine and he's more than happy to do it as well. He isn't none of these blokes is an ego. No, no, definitely not. But like um, I just think that if if the start the Dolphins had and what might end in the season? This this fairy tale story. And the the old me is the tipping point. Is when is when it is just too many injuries. Yeah, you just yeah, can't yeah. do anything. Can. Um, it's only so many fingers of the stick in the dam. But I think they've done a they've done a phenomenal job. Regardless of what the outcome is, even if they fall away now and they just they just lose out to the end of the season, they've shown that they are competitive, and that they can. 
both of us that are on that potentially two or three years down the line could be looking at a kind of a powerhouse in Queens now. Well, I love the way even the even Brisbane are buying into the rivalry now. Yeah, like it's brilliant. They didn't even name them when they said the Vetterman. Yeah. They said uh, it was what Brisbane Brisbane something Brisbane Vet Death and stopped the <laughs> stop. Didn't even mention the Dolphins. So I think they're they're really buying in and they're probably looking for like a South sort of rooster sort of yeah. rivalry sort of trying to yeah. trying to invent it. Which is clever because you're gonna sell it every every time you go to. And that's the other thing. The two games were brilliant. Oh yeah, the two games were, were like I wouldn't say classics, but no, but they're really like some of them better. Like uh, I think we're gonna talk about there, but it's some of the series on show is ridiculous. Like yeah, you will you will definitely put your hands in there. It was probably the game of the round to be fair. Um, given few flaws we had, <laughs> um, look, going from a club that's overachieved let's talk about a club that hasn't achieved not even underachieved oh no way this hasn't achieved anything um, I suppose as a Dragons fan we're not saying we are yeah. Dragons fans in a hypothetical <laughs> world yeah. in one of these uh, alternative universes where you are a Dragons fan because I think it's about the only club that's been in the Champions but oh. um, would you be happy with this kind of the, the, the club's status quo has been home given he's now he's now doubled down and asked again he had a positive meeting last week after requesting a trade and he kind of was quiet as an egg and then <laughs> he was none too plush in the post game uh, commentary of uh, the media mm. and he's now apparently he's doubled down and looked for another one like he's in the wild yeah, yeah that's enough of this now yeah you might um, again the club has been quite firm in denying any hot kind of release. That kind of tends to rile up fans positively and they say, yeah, you're dead right, you just grab another handout, whatever. But it's going to drag on and it's going to get more and more messy. So as a Dragons fan, are you happy to stand firm or would you rather rip the band-aid? Because he's going anyway. I think rip the band-aid and get him gone. I think yeah. if a fella doesn't want to play for you and the way he plays, is he doesn't want to play either in bigger trouble. Yeah. <laughs> If, if there's a player on that field that does not want to play it's you don't need Ben Hunt to be that player because <laughs> yeah. he is the only player playing for you that at, in some stage will play in and he's enough credit to his bag that if he drops off in form you know it's because of contract you won't think that he's yeah. a player so he's looking for an out but the player that he is other teams will just come in for him yeah to be fair there so, so I think band-aid and get rid of him I think I think it's it's gone to a stage and it's dragging on too much like I know Shane Fanny has come out today and said that he really wants like if he brought it back Ben Hunt like yeah. he wants another player and he signed his like Ben Hunt and Kieran and stuff like that but I think the player doesn't want to be there so you, it's very hard to change yeah. a player's mind if he if he's up and making a trade yeah Um. yeah that's it in short he's um, come to a stage in his career that he's had to make a decision as well like he's, he's not the it's just so much shit like you have to you kind of lose respect from if you didn't have this man yeah oh definitely like if, if you and I don't think he's doing it out of badness I think he's doing it to prove that the club is isn't working behind the scenes as much as they come out and say they are and stuff like that I just think that the Dragons have been in the doldrums for a good many years like yeah uh, arguably since 
Because Bennett, Bennett won the competition. Yeah, yeah. and then Ryan went with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that Darius, <laughs> Darius back back to the goal. Yeah. Good on you, Gaston. Keep your bag, we got it. We got it. And yeah, fair enough. Uh, Kane has position now in that way. We're going to stay on the Dragons now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a little quote that came out there uh, over the weekend, I think it was after, after the, the Dragons game. Dragons was on Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah. And Friday morning, they, they came out and said that Zach Lomans uh, asked for a release or was told by the club yeah. that he can go and find a new release if he wants. And then today, Shane Fanning came out and said, no, that's contrary to the reports and I want him at the club. I, oh, we talked to him today. So is he released or is he not? Yeah. He's another player that I think never got close. No. There's been uh, a lot of players in the Dragon squad that you like we just talked about Sloan there off there as well, like a really good coach could coach him how to play how to Yeah, you see the national talent, there's obviously flaws in the smaller things, yeah. Um that are kind of they are kind of coached together but he does so it kinda of doesn't make sense he's not gonna coach them they're not gonna coach Shelby Kane. Um, and the fact he does it all again. Yeah. Lomas, like, uh, there was a little bit of controversy with Zach Lomas being changed remember he, had, mm. he changed edges at the beginning of the season for no really apparent reason mm. and then got dropped for attitude was it mm. and then got brought back in and they were got bet two more games <laughs> <laughs> I just think like uh, he's another one that is not as big a name as Ben Hunt but you know you're better off with the way you are that's what he's another one yeah. um, he reminds you of like a Curtis Scott and sort of that going in that sort of attack like not the not the off field issues but just being changed and, and stuff happening and stuff and getting a name for yourself sort of deal. Yeah. You know you're better off going somewhere else, talking about your experience and clear the air like you can't clear the air when once you're still in the organisation. Yeah, no it, like it it's 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 a case for me with Lomax that you're right, he is undoubtedly talent, probably not been coached. The key thing for him moving for me is like he's a big fish in a small pond to the dragons for me here. He would need to go and be a small fish in a big pond. A la Brewster. Sombrero. Who took him? Um no, I actually I actually don't know. It would have to be a Sydney team, I think. And that's the thing too, it's like where is he going to the best thing for him is probably actually go off the Warriors team though. Mm, get out of the public yeah or like the alternative super league yeah but he's, he'll need to park his ego because he's not going to get a huge contract no 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 but if he's up for a release and he just wants to go yeah i would say go to the warriors uh i would say go with a season and a half in your mind don't go all play half a season and then back off like and then back off the contract i would say take the year and a half because it'll be a development for himself as a bloke. He's a new set of world time, so yeah, like Brisbane is maybe out of question, but what could be great for him would be Is he going anywhere else but the bubble? Going to Dawson. Yeah. And anywhere else but the bubble. Him and Bennett. But uh Far uh, what's your man, the Broncos Bullock there? Uh Herbie Farmer. Herbie Farmer. The two of them on either side like would be second series captain. Yeah. Put the UNA to the back in the second row on that man. Yeah. <laughs> We'll tell tell you in the car. Yeah, yeah. I love the bloke, but uh, yeah, we'll do it in the car. So look, a lot of contract talk, a lot of movement talk. Kind of shows you where we're at in, in in this juncture in the season. Tends to rear its head kind of around here until 
Det er snart folk som finder det. For uh, Josh Schuster signed a three-year contract extension, 2.4 million, um, which is half money. The day after <laughs> Luke Brooks. It's three-year contract, is it? Yeah. So what's that? Was it 800 a year or something like that? Yeah. It's crazy money. Middle and half money. Um, is it good business? Bad business? And is it probably going to put Manny in a tricky situation as it pertains to, say, Turbo? Like, if you're if you're looking at this, right, you've, you've, you've signed Luke Brooks, you've just signed uh, a contract with Josh Schuster, kind of, you've kind of gentleman's agreement with him to a mm. half. You've got DC, who, to be fair to him, I know he's getting up there, but he's not showing any signs of age. He played unbelievable at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> he's not showing any signs of After age. After backing up from... He, and even in Origin 2, when he ran down... Yeah, it was him. Uh, Crane. Crane. Like, he's he's not showing any signs of age. No. Like, I, I'm thinking, and it's How maybe... How many years has he had left in DC's contract? That I don't Do know. Do we know? Yeah. That I don't know. But if I was at Manny, I would be looking at Tommy and I would be saying, I'm going to regret it. But it's a hard decision here. Do the maths. Yeah. Like, how many, how many games has he played in the last three years? Like, it's a horrible thing to say, like, and yeah. he is. Yeah, he, he, him and Manly Jr. Yeah. And then, look, you could upset his brother or his sister. Mm. Um, but I do think you kind of look at it and just go. Just cut ties. Cut. Well, does that speak? I suppose. And, and at the end of the day, yeah. Look, at, now, now saying that, I don't think any of those halves are fullbacks. No. No. But now, saying that as well, you have a fella that's well able to. <laughs> Ruben Garrick, yeah. well able to get the ties in in fullback every time Turbo goes down and yeah. never lets you down. No, never. He missed the consistency. And even look, he's quick, he can kick. He does a, does a lot of things. And if he was clever, if his contract was up, I would test the waters <laughs> and make Manny <laughs> pay him what he's owed. Yeah, make a decision. Um, yeah, look, could you play Luke Brooks in Oka? You probably could. I think it's just not. You're not going to get the value that you're not. Um, so now Croker is coming on well at hooker and stuff like that, but I think Josh Schuster will have to come up back on terms with all and go back into it. But for that money, it's a bloke who wants to play in the halves, though. Yeah. So he's not like he's like he he can't kick. He's one and a half. He's a one and a half. With a Samoan size that. With a Samoan size that, but like pass the ball and not looking. <laughs> He squares them up, lovely like, but it's still like, it's just. I'm not saying he doesn't have glimpses, but you've had so many issues just this season alone. Like, yeah, it's the mind boggles. <laughs> the bottles in the bottle. The yeah, thoughts in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting times to see how he's going. There's now manly sombreros are coming out now, so. Yeah, on bad contracts, and <laughs> yeah, bad players. Bad. So well, it might not affect him this year, but next year you might see them. And look, there's there's probably a future origin second row in Alkawati. I wouldn't take them any more than away from Connor Doyle. And I don't think his contract is that big at the minute. But yeah, he's due the he's due the upgrade yeah. now coming up. Like. And that's a bloke who commands. Yeah, slaves to Pino him. money. He's got good for. The next one is we all know it's origin trees coming up so the the news dropped of the team sheets yesterday so we will go through the new south wales blues first 
with Teddy Kitchen Chris, Captain, uh, Tahoe and Alucard in the wings, Crichton and Bradham Best in centres, Cody Walker and Richard Moses partner with each other in the half, uh, Two Tums Jakey and Regan Campbell Gillard are props, Damon Cook starts among hooker, Dean Martin and uh, Cody McTungy are Rose and Cameron Murray starts at 15. Uh, Joe drops to the bench at 14, Jacob Stacey comes in, Reese Robson uh, to 16, and Clint Gutterson comes in. There's 18 and 19 man to stop Clint Walker and Spencer Lumi. Uh, is it just because of the change there? Yeah, I think there's a lot of lots of people not happy about um It's a sort of a Cody Walker one is a strange one. I know I've mentioned it at times this season, but that's when it was in the balance. Yeah. He's 33. His last Origin game was 2020, and he threw him under the bus. Yeah. So you obviously don't think he's the man going forward. So why is it not Hines or Burr? Yeah, and it's sort of a... If you watch the NRL there this morning, NRL 316 and, and Sean Hines today, he was out with uh, cancer. Brandon, and it really affected the team. Yeah. And it was saying it was disservice to Bradman Best that you're throwing Yet he dropped Hines mm. in one game that in ten minutes. In ten minutes, that he dropped completely off the edge. Now he's fifth man behind all these now. If if you think about it, so Cleary, Cleary, Moses, Walker, Walker, the fellow that got dropped that's in Luai, yeah, and now Hines. That's your that's your list. Mm. So he's fifth on that list. And we are talking about uh, the service, and and we don't drop players for. Yeah, um, I think you're blowing smoke up someone's ass, guys. I think it is. Look, the end of the product. Uh, and look, another person we player we mentioned a few times. Uh, Tony Bell. Yeah. Again, like yeah, that's a, a forgotten man of origin. There's so many players in Fitler's tenure that have been dropped on yeah. service. Even like from a from a bias view, what did Hudson Young do wrong? He scored the winner there at the weekend, mm. and then what did he do wrong? Even for the Blues, though. But it looks like he fixed his team from the last game of the NRL game. And if you look at Hudson Young, Hudson Young had a, a cracker of a game left. Mm. So it's just mad for him to be able to drop away completely. Yeah, I just think you you look at the Queensland side, and I know he's he's good in a few young ones as well. Uh, one, I'm very happy to see. He can figure that out. And an only one. <laughs> yeah, I think we might extend this point yeah. just given. Just uh, what it is, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the full of opposites. Billy Slater has brought in a consistency. This is the side we are going forward. But you know, you know the players that he was picking, picking. are going to come with what they play with. Yeah, he's almost not picking on form. He's almost picking on ability from what they've been the past few seasons. Yeah, and and the player that they are. Mm. So I'll just name them here. So Brimson starts at fullback, uh, Coates and Kulangi are on the wings, uh, Holmes and the Hammer are in the centres, Cam uh, Munster and uh, DCE uh, partner each other in the half. Ruben Carter starts at top with Tino, uh, Harry Grant at hooker, Dave Fleeta and Nanai at uh, lock, and then Pat Carey at thirteen. Ben Haunt, Lindsay Collins, Fulwate of Fosco Wakefield, and Corey. The big rig, Corey in the 17 man, Tom Dearden at 18, 
And then Hofstad at 19, which is another cracker. You yeah. can't wait for Hofstad to make no. his debut. Like, it's yeah. scary how good he's like. Like, and that's the team. I know who drops out of that because Keith uh, Donnelly. Ken Haas is out, isn't he? No, so he's the up goal. Um, but someone drops out of that, so if I can get Corey Holbrook in. Um, shit. Or Carrigan. No, Carrigan's dropped in. Uh, but just you think like you're getting this suits Corey as well because there's sort of a little bit of a at the end of uh, Origin too like there's a bit yeah. of agi bargy yeah. so now it's it's state first state of the game with a bit of pride to oh look and look I suppose that's the time to be exper- experimenting with these young fellas because he's won the series and I don't know one wants to lose Origin you don't want to just put a team of but yeah. he, it just seems balanced and that they've, they've had a long Parking injuries, they've held on to the senior players that were fit and ready to go. Yeah. They've brought in a few, what could be up to 10 one thousand fixtures for the next few years. And just elongates the way. But look, I think not to, like I spoke, we, we spoke a lot longer with New South Wales. Things in, there's less to be said about them because they have things in order, they have the shit in order. New South Wales probably need to be different. The scary thing about it as well, in was it the eighteen years since they won four, mm. it is absolutely crazy. Someone would say New South Wales don't get it. Well, the eighteen years you won four fucking. Mm. You probably don't get it. No. I know that was that like two thousand sixteen, two thousand thirteen. Like you might never see that sort of team, but I have a feeling <laughs> this team. Be just as dominant, just as dominant, yeah. Um, and especially the way like um, Slater, like all the chat about Slater getting like his preparation, how he individually gives the players what he expects of them. Yeah, he doesn't ask for no more, no less, but he yeah. expects something off you, and he tells you exactly what he expects, which is unbelievable for like a player to go out and say, Oh, I just need to do this. Yeah, yeah. If, you, like, yeah. if you looked at the game, like. I'd say, sorry, we're running again in six minutes, but I'd say the like of uh, Cotter was given just one had one your your dummy line all day because I said to you last week about it was a month that he bounced back in and about 40 metres away, you just seen like Ruben Cotter beelining, but just for that hard straighten up the edge that he can hit it out the back. And I don't know who was behind him, but he was the next sort yeah. of block play and it just it wasn't even a set play just that he knew I had to run a, a hard line to straighten Munster up because you yeah. know the way Munster will go sideways all day yeah. but it, it was that he straightened him up and then what's the DC at the back and it just pop 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 but it looked like a set play and it, that's just the way they had uh, prepared like it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. So man blow more we're smoke we're talking whitewash yeah, yeah. Please, we're going to blow, blow even more smoke up <laughs> in Queensland but uh, Battle of Brisbane Volume 2 when the weekend started Selwyn Cabo probably had his best professional performance I think that would be fair to say um, the problem I have with Cabo is last week I was calling him out for a defensive effort Pereira. and it was obvious to see Cam Pereira go to Brent do we think Selwyn Cabo is forever going to be rocks and diamonds can he get like a consistent level? Maybe it's not the level of Saturday. Maybe it's slightly below, but it's flatline. 
I don't know what it is, but it's like he has the look of the tribe of Mexico there. Big tall rangy. Yeah. With a little bit of pork. <laughs> but like has all the natural abilities. Yeah. But to me, doesn't look like and it, it pro- it's probably talent alone, like as in like not the greatest trainer. That's visually now, visually. I don't know what he's like in the real. But you you see these players and you're like, you are definitely packing <laughs> little porky that you can oh, get rid of. I look, I know like for international heroes they might not be aware of this, but like you have athletes like that in all sports, like even just to use GA example, like there's probably no man in a ten year period who played as much hurling as Joe Cannon. But he always has a little belly. Oh yeah, yeah, a little bunch, yeah. And like you look at Michael Murphy and Finn Gall, like there is just but there is just a body type that just can't yeah, get you can't, yeah. the little punch. But the thing about comparing Latrell to Selwyn and maybe going back further, comparing either of them to GI. Yeah. Both GI and Latrell always win. Yeah. Always, always, always. Even when they've bad games, they're still top five points. But when they're closer to the ball then he has it like if the two lads used to they start at centre and went to full back. But they were always closer to the ball and it's when they used they were a crash centre, like they were nearly a second row, like uh, and nearly on their edge forward, like the yeah. way they, the roosters and take that take that on board, but he, he can be like just long. Oh yeah. And non mm. and it's defensively too, you see. But is that good for him or bad for him that teams forget you see and then all of a sudden he does what he does at the beginning? <laughs> um, like when he got that try, there was absolutely nothing on. No, no. Uh, probably, probably will win by the way. Um, but I just, uh, I just, I have a fear about him in that he will not get to the standard or not the get to the precipice that he's destined for. That like that sounds very deep and unreasonable, but he won't ever fully reach his potential. Now the alternative is is and I've I've said this mightn't be a popular take the the grizzly old guard but I don't think Kevin is the man for the long coach no. and I think maybe under a different coach those issues don't happen no. like a lot of the issues that happen with some of these bonkers players like the Kane half instances and etc 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 I just don't think they happen under certain coaches I don't think if Bennett was say or the team got remember last year Kevin came out and treated everyone as one. Yeah. I don't ever think that Bennett would have changed anything under the book for his time. Because at the end of the day, the book stops working. Mm. They're underprepared, they're angry coach. So for him to go out and blame players like I just think that he's there's a bit of naivety or lack of not maturity but like lack of experience in knowing that that turns a team against you. Yeah, easily. Like you, you have two or three experienced players that go fuck you. <laughs> Pardon my French, like, but in a way, like it's like every time we go out and we're not the ones to blame. Like it's, it's decisions and stuff like that. And he comes out and just blasts you, puts you on blast on national yeah. television. Like, well, that that concludes the uh, fourth packet this week. Next up, it is the round 19 matchups. Uh, teams on the boy Broncos, Cowboys, Knights, Panthers, Roosters, Lions, and Stars. <laughs> so we're starting Thursday then, is it? Mm. Yeah, so 10 to 11. 
the Tigers take on the Sharks. These odds are big odds, so get on them. <laughs> Tigers open up at seven dollars fifty to uh, the Sharks, one dollar and nine cents. Uh, I think that tells everything we need to know. Sharks had a great win last week. Uh, Heinz played a great game, and it's flying with stuff like that. They're just he's not going to be lost. Yeah, I think the the Sharks are, are could bounce back. Coming out is already appeared that Heinz did get dropped. The shark could do <laughs> it could suit them something serious but funny yeah so i think you're looking at another whooping i think i think so i think, I so. think the way the sharks will be buoyed from the, the results last week the tigers i don't i can't see them putting together especially with their superstar services going for six or two weeks i think the claw's gone uh, i think the sharks are gonna put the cricket score on them again i think they're four times plus oh. uh, Hard to disagree. Hard to disagree. Um, hard to hear as well. Though. <laughs> hard to disagree. Um, next up, Friday, 11 o'clock, um, Rays travel to Yin Stadium in Wollongong to play Dragons. Not down as bad as you think they were. Uh, Dragons, $3.30. Raiders, $1.34. Um, in terms of team news and stuff like that, uh, for the Dragons, Jack Bird could make his return back to the selection plane uh, from a niggling knee injury and Moses Suli also has a good chance to return from a head knock which he suffered in round 17 the Raiders uh, Saulo failed his HA last week so he displayed category 2 symptoms which leaves the, the door open for him to start and against the Dragons um, if he could play so as it kind of stands I suppose we'll be struggling for uh, for forward back to be fair with Corey's call up to Origin, Josh Paddy did his hamstring as well, and uh, so Corey Kawiranara still absent owing to the seizure. Um, so we'll see what that. Yeah, it only needs to be the game more than anything. Yeah. Is it? So I will be saying Raiders because of where the Dragons are and because I'm nothing if not loyal. Yeah, I just um, think. But I think six points is probably oh. the figure you're gonna get. I think Wind Stadium and Wollongong can get windy. So then the next game then is a Saturday at half eight. Uh, the Eels take on the Warriors at Combank Stadium. The Eels actually open up at $2.45 to the Warriors $1.55. And that's because of Origin. So Moses is gone, uh, Campbell Gerard is gone. Uh, Jermaine Hopkins. Jermaine Hopkins is gone. Like that's a two massive names gone there. Gorson. Gorson. Oh, sorry, the captain. Yeah. They're they're massive out for them, especially especially for Gunston and Moses. I think uh, Warriors probably open up at a, at a right price uh, after getting bet in the wet there last week. Don't know what the weather is, but I think the Warriors will bounce back. They have really resid or they're just a different team this year. Like one key. Sean Johnson is expected not to travel, going to the birds his second time. you could be looking at like Ronnie Walton or Luke Metcalf and that, that's a tr- I think Walton can do a job oh and Josh Gordon as well do you uh, remember Josh Gordon yeah, yeah look at it poor Josh is look he was a big 16 year old in his defence yeah you don't know what size these kids yeah um, worried news that must have been the reason why he got stood down at the beginning of the season they must have been a ton of he's been coming to work yeah 
ligger ett nu i Kulgenbanan som är ute i Norge och spänner sig mot där. Det är därför jag är inte bäst att gå till. Big Moina. Ja, det är Big Cave. Ja, det är Nej. Jag är lagt moving on så kan jag ha en on Saturday. Bunnies, doggies. You're probably going to hear these odds and you're going to go... With all, with all the outs. <laughs> uh, but the bunnies are $1.49 and the doggies are $2.64. So obviously, bunnies are now down. Cody Walker, uh, Cameron Murray, Kieran Cullen, Tungy. Um, and there's a few key players who are kind of out there. Like he's a defender. Uh, Campbell Graham here in Limerick. Is so he defended or is he... Sh- is he got flared up the sternum again? Sternum. So I think... He could be out a little bit. Um... Look, he, he could pull through, but obviously it's a Monday night road card. We don't pull out the news. Um, but the doggies, obviously, they're losing their talisman, and they've just been bumped by 70 points. <laughs> so it's not looking good for you, bro. Um, and then it says Matt, Matt Burton got off his stint on the yeah. charge weekend, so he'll be available. Um, yeah, uh, you, you got to back the bunnies, even with so many out. Um, and the fact that the doggies are missing their talisman. Um, I know not a winger has been fatal since and then the last game on the weekend is Sunday at five, 5 past 7 the Titans take on the Dolphins another, another Queensland derby uh, Titans up, up, opened up with about 70 to the Dolphins 2.15 uh, Brimson out Keenan White Fafita out just a massive look and Boreco out as well they're four massive losses for for the Titans, yeah. I and the Dolphins like Joe Man's gonna start a fullback now. He will do, yeah. Uh, Hammers out for the Dolphins. Uh, I know we talked about. I think uh, Marshall King is touch and go. Don't know if he can play onto the the the. Curly head now. Yeah, and then Kafusi is still on that concussion. Yeah, it was grade two though, was it? So I don't know. Grade one is similar to Paolo. Uh, it's touch and go. Touch and go. Yeah, yeah. So. so. Um, yeah, the only thing about Jeremy Marshall King is he's touch and go. You start him, and where's all the stats come? Sure, sounds a bit about him. Yeah, so like you, the one thing about this is <laughs> every knows your injuries. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, a very public injury. Yeah, yeah. Someone just don't the left know. fucking show. <laughs> Someone, yeah, just, yeah, just the left one. Uh, right one's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap up the other one just yeah. to <laughs> you know that way. You have a bad knee, strap up the other one there. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, the bridge. Uh, three will be up front six this weekend. Good luck. Yeah. What a start though, bro. What a start from you. And look, I'll pick you next week. It'll be pretty much full rounds, yeah. full good stories, good four tackles. Bit of origin will be done and done. Done. Freddie will be done. Um, <laughs> Heard it first here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't. <laughs> Definitely heard it last here. Um, but yeah, that's all from me. That's me done too. Take care and good night. Good luck. Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the basket.